Hi, welcome to Love Reality Shift Podcast. So today, my soul sister and Tonya and I gonna talk about raising starseed kids. So those of you who are planning to have a kids in the future or already experiencing pregnancy, I recommend listen to this episode and uh, this is going to be two-part series so far. Enjoy. Tanya, how are you? Hey, lovely. How are you doing? I'm good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's get started. Yeah, so welcome. This is our topic today. Is your child a starseed? And this is just kind of following along with the conversation I had on my podcast previously with my friend, Brooke, who is also starseed. So we're talking today about starseeds and your relationship with high vibrational children. Why are we talking about this today? Erica, why don't you lend us uh, your insight as to why this is such an important topic and why it's relevant right now? Um, More and more kids will be born, um, especially um, Generation Alpha. I think that's the name of it the new generation, like zero to whatever, <laughs> 10 or something, um, those children or younger generation we will have, um, we will have a lot of um, galactic children because those of us who are ascending with us, me and Tonya, um, we will have new generation of children who will be the leader of tomorrow. and they need to restructure all of the structure of the society as we know today because they can act they have access to a galactic knowledge and they have more flexible mind so they don't feel like they have to hold on to the old structure because many of them are not uh, never been on earth so they are not indoctrinate into our earth culture that a lot of the structures or systems and tradition we are having which are not exactly a high vibrational structure for all of us and it is not creating abundance for all of us so in order for them to come into earth society a lot of them do volunteer themselves they don't have to come here you know just like a starseed and uh, you know light workers we all enlisted ourselves to volunteer uh, to work here but all kids they are here also volunteer to uh, contribute to create a new earth so more and more i was talking to my my kid I, i'm not married yet I'm not having kid yet, but I'm already in contact with my future children. And uh, I've been talking to my daughter for um, at least seven years. She's an angelic uh, being. So now um, she's talking a lot more like a little child. 
So she was a mommy, mommy, mommy. I got a, I got a speech about talking like a little kid. Because before, a few years ago, she was talking to me like an angel, you know, more intelligent and more, I guess, high up we can see, um, very smart figure. And now she's talking to me like a little kid. So she was like, you know, I have to get this lingo down because she was saying a lot of new children, they will learn to speak whatever the language they are born into much faster than our older generations and they'll start showing their intelligence and everything much faster and they'll start showing their talent much faster so it is very important for a parent or future parents who will have start starseed children uh, or maybe angelic children they'll come here to um, to welcome them but to prepare for us to understand that they are different from a uh, regular kid. And then my kid is saying, well, uh, three-fourths of the kids will be galactic in the future, and then the rest of it going to be the new soul, never been born into anywhere. So they're going to come from a uh, galactic sun, and the central sun, uh, to, to born as a new soul. So she was saying this is going to be extremely exciting. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be cool. But, you know, none of us prepared uh, ourselves to have this kind of new kid. And I was uh, listening to a particular organization. They are preparing to educate kids into, like, how to uh, use telekinesis or superpower or something. Like, because... um, I'm not really in touch with that organization. I don't know, like, personally. But I was listening to their uh, YouTube and everything, and they're preparing because a lot of parents start having a starship kids, and they don't know how to rate them because they're different from uh, traditional Earth kids because they're much smarter, smarter than parents. And then they, some of them might be um, already having all gifts, like a clairvoyant or telekinesis or whatever the Super Bowl they might be having, you know. So this is why we, me and Tanya wanted to talk about it because we will encounter a lot of uh, star children more and more when we go through our ascension and then we are uh, proceeding toward the future. Yeah. Beautiful introduction. Yeah, exactly. And that is what we're doing. So as we're going through the ascension, and it's so funny because I have I've had this <laughs> I've had this really kind of enlightening experience that's happened over the last uh, week, actually, just not even that long ago. But um, I'm just going to share a little bit with you so that you know where I'm coming from. But um, this is this is not made up. This is not fantasy. This is not make-believe. This is not something, what if it happens? This is not, oh, maybe there's life on other planets. This is real. Okay, this is real. Like, this is a real, legitimate thing. There are beings from other worlds, and there are beings from other worlds who are here helping us, and they're helping us right now, and they've been in contact with many people on the planet, and um, they're from different dimensions, some of them, some of them are from different solar systems, some of them are from different galaxies altogether. 
um, I should say solar systems, all of them are from different solar systems, but from different galaxies, I should say. Um, and some are many different dimensions and they are all here and they've been helping us. And there's a push forward to help the earth has shifted now. And how can I describe this? I'll be brief, but there are different densities of consciousness. And I've, this is from um, what raw channeled in the law of one material, but there is um, different, there are different densities of consciousness. There are multiple dimensions. Okay. Dimensions are different from densities. So I want to differentiate between the two. There are dimensions, which there are many, and those are like realms. Okay. The realms of existence densities. When I refer to densities are densities of consciousness is like a state of awareness. Okay. So there's first density consciousness, second density consciousness, and these are associated with like your chakras. So if you can look at your chakras, you can kind of associate the same thing. So first density consciousness is like elements, right? Earth, air, fire, water. Second density consciousness is like plants and animals, things that move when consciousness is moving and has awareness of movement. Third density consciousness is when consciousness develops a sense of self, like I am, I am conscious. Third density consciousness is where we were. That is where the earth was. Now, since 2012, the earth has graduated to fourth density consciousness and fourth density consciousness pulls us out of now the planet. I'm talking about the planet consciousness, not the people yet. Not everybody's there yet. The planet, the planet's consciousness is fourth density. So what's happened now is the planet is fourth density. So now naturally everything and everyone on the planet has to evolve to fourth density consciousness. And what is fourth density consciousness? That is Christ consciousness. It's that center of the heart chakra. It's love, it's service to others. So what has to happen is the polarity that we saw and witnessed in the third density consciousness, which was all about, hey, I am, I am, you are that, I am this, you are that. It saw only separation. It saw separation. So I was separate from you. But what fourth density consciousness brings us to is unity. It brings us to wholeness, a place of unity and wholeness where we are all recognizing that we are all part of source. We are all part of the whole. And that is where we are going as a collective consciousness. Now it's going to take some time to get there because not everyone is awake. So why am I telling you all this backstory? The reason being is because this is why we are having more and more beings incarnate here of a high frequency to help kind of speed up the process of the consciousness shift. So what is a star seed? A star seed is a extra dimensional, extraterrestrial being who is not of origin earth, who was not originally born on earth because earth was only ever third density up until 2012, right? So it can't be somebody originating a soul on earth. It's a soul that's originated from its birthplace, original birthplace on another planet or, or galaxy or dimension who is a higher consciousness state, higher than third conscious, third density consciousness, fourth density or higher, probably fifth density, sixth density, higher. Um, but it's a higher consciousness being who's chosen to incarnate in a human form in order to have their frequency of their soul raise the vibration of the planet.
And by doing, when we raise the vibration of the human collective, more of humanity elevates to that consciousness because the high vibration pulls, the high vibration pulls that consciousness up. So people who are not awake yet, who are still stuck in duality and third density consciousness are going to be pulled into higher consciousness. And those who don't come are going to be left behind, right? So we will eventually have a separation between the old earth and the new earth. And the new earth is going to be a higher density consciousness. When you hear people talk about 5D, 5D is really fifth dimension, but what we are in is fourth dimensional consciousness. So the consciousness has been elevated and we are moving towards, and that is what ascension is. So when you hear people talk about ascension, that is what the ascension is. We are ascending to higher consciousness, to a love-centered consciousness, to Christ consciousness, if you want to call it that, Christ consciousness. So that being said, that is why starseeds are incarnating in mass numbers here on the planet as a service to help humanity elevate the consciousness. It's a beautiful thing, but it comes with a lot of challenges. <laughs> so as a parent of a mom, I'm a mom of two children who have autism. Um, my children are starseeds. Um, they are their own unique version. Their only mission here is to anchor in light, anchor in vibration. Now, there are other starseeds here who have a specific purpose and a mission. And a lot of starseeds come in with a mission. Like they are like, I know I'm here to do something. I don't know what it is. So Erica, do you want to talk to mission and purpose when it comes to starseed kids? Yeah. Um, the most important thing for the parents, especially those of you who are not awakened, um, but interested in spirituality, make sure not to force what you think they should be doing, whatever the job you think. Well, I know a lot of us think about well-being of the kids financially and stuff like that, but they are a lot more connected to the source. They are more connected to higher intelligence. So early years, they understand what their mission is. So I would assume like age three to three, four, five years old, as soon as they can start communicating with the parents, they're going to start talking about their mission, what they want to do. And it is very important for uh, parents not to uh, block what they're here to do. Um, kids are, as start children or not, kids are gifts from God. So we are here to be a guardian, but we are not here to tell them what to do and force our values and force our beliefs and try to create a mini-me version of us you know, or try to make them do what you wanted to do because they couldn't do it or whatever. It's not like kids are not something we're going to mold into our mini-me figure. And that this applies to especially for star children because they have much higher intelligence, intelligence than parents, you know, and a lot of parents m might not want to admit that. But they do because their consciousness are strongly connected to their galactic origins and the galactic lives. So they're not uh, going through the veil of forgetfulness like we are. We have been before the awakening. They do remember who we are, and more, more, more and more, they're gonna start uh, living on Earth. They started to uh, 
remembering their life before and they started connecting with their mission. Some of them might be already connecting with their star uh, planet of their origin or uh, planets they're close to. And they're going to start talking about that. And they understand their soul contract without looking at the Akashic record because they can read um, each planet. They have a galactic record library and stuff. Um, I do access to that when I do the reading, but those children can automatically access to that information without third party because they are a lot more advanced form of a human being. And so it's really important for any of the adult or teachers uh, to let them be who they are. And a lot of times adults gonna think they know better than kids, but it doesn't apply when it comes to galactic kids, the star children. I have a girlfriend, uh, she's from Brazil, and then her daughter is so smart. I met her when she was five and she could do a very complicated math and then she can talk like very intelligent manner. And then I understood she's connected to higher intelligence because she was saying, Erica, um, me and you not gonna uh, talk much like after like uh, next year because you're gonna be busy and she's gonna start talking about like prediction in the future and everything. So she wrote like drawing like me and her, and this is me and this is you, and make sure to put on the fridge, you know? But I knew she was connecting to like um, her, her, let's say she looks like a five years old child, but she's connecting to her, who she is as a galactic figure, because I could, I could tell she's very intelligent. So I wasn't really, um, of course, I bought her the squishy toy and the stuff like that because she loves stuff like that. But like, I was, um, I guess, interacting with her as if we are equal. And it's very important to do that because then you're going to start seeing their true figure, like true nature, how smart they are, how awakened they are, how deep they understand everything. That doesn't mean we're gonna like, you know, <laughs> spill our problem and ask, ask their advice because they are still our kid in a way. So you need to have that kind of balance. Yeah, beautiful. I totally agree. Um, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I think too, as we move forward and since we've kind of started talking about, you know, like what is a starseed? So what is a starseed kid? How, I want to talk about how you can recognize if your child is a starseed. Now, I've, I have a, a few things here, and, and this is so funny because um, I actually have a connection to, like I did mention that both my children are starseeds, but they are autistic. So their only mission here is they're not meant to like, you know, do any public speaking or anything like that. Like their mission solely is to elevate the frequency. So they don't even know that that's what they're doing. Like they went through the veil for forgetfulness. But what's happening now, like Erica mentioned, is the star seeds who are coming in now are not forgetting. So because we are elevating to fourth density consciousness, we've erased the need, or I shouldn't say erased, but we've let go of the need. We no longer need the veil of forgetting because the veil of forgetting 
is only for third density consciousness to be able to choose between service to self or service to others. That's the only reason why it was there. So that you can make a full free will choice of whether you want to be service to self or service to others. But if you remembered you were God, you couldn't make the choice. So that's why the veil of forgetting was there. But now that we're moving to fourth dimensional consciousness, those who are choosing to ascend, who've chosen service to others, don't need the veil of forgetting anymore. So the star seeds that are coming in, since Earth is now fourth density consciousness, now fourth density beings can enter here. Higher beings, fourth, fifth density conscious beings, higher sixth density conscious beings can enter here because we are now fourth, Earth is, Gaia is now a fourth density planet. So now that kids are not forgetting, right? You may find children who come in that are not forgetting that they, you know, just showed up in the world and plopped on earth and don't know anything. They might talk about their past lives. They might talk about their mission. They might talk about things that are highly intelligent. So what are some ways you can tell if you have a child who is a star seed? So, and I love this because it's so obvious to me now that I look at children, I can tell, like I can tell like right away. And I have a special connection to um, my niece who is a star child from Sirius. And it's very interesting because I, I got a glimpse of her and I knew she was a star seed. Um, I wasn't sure what the whole situation was, but the really interesting thing is as I was sitting there, she's sitting on my lap. She's been very drawn to me. Like she would not leave my side. She's sitting on my lap. She just was hanging on to my every word and hang, holding my hand. She's six years old. And, um, as she's sitting on my lap coloring and I'm just kind of running my fingers through her hair, all of a sudden I got like this message in my head, clear as day, talking about my niece being a starseed and how she's Syrian and how there's a Syrian ship and it's here hovering somewhere over, it's cloaked or it's in a dimensional phase out. I don't know exactly how they're doing it, but is some sort of interdimensional ship that we can't see with our physical eyes, but they're somewhere over Hawaii, but they are watching her. And my part of my purpose is to help her and to protect her. So that's part of my purpose. That's why she's so drawn to me. So she's got some sort of important mission. I don't know what it is yet, but um, as she grows into that part of my mission, and that's what they were telling me, part of my mission is to help her and to help her be protected and to help her realize that she's strong and to help kind of curtail some of the programming from her parents because she was born into a family of people that are very dogmatic religious that um, are not spiritually awake. So, but she chose to do that for her own reasons, but um, she does have this mission. So part of my job is to help her. So what are the characteristics of star children? So how can you recognize them? And these are all true of this young lady. I'm not going to say her name, just to protect her, but um, <laughs> she's a trip. Trust me. Um, she is so, I mean, you just look in her eyes and you can just see the wisdom. It's amazing. It just is mind boggling. But um so one of the things like this, and I got this from an article. This is from um, 10 ways to recognize your extraordinary star child, just because I thought it would be good to have some practical things to review here. But one of the most important characteristics of star children is that they exhibit wisdom behind their, beyond their age. So this wisdom comes to them from higher dimensions, right? Because they're higher dimensional beings. So you might get a two-year-old kid coming up to you and telling you that, oh, if you rub your finger across your eyes in the pattern of a figure eight, it'll help you if you're tired. And you'll be like, why would I do that? 
And so if you start to do it and you realize that you start to feel better, you're like, what the heck is that all about? It's because they have higher level consciousness. They have higher awareness of like energy healing, of different methods to heal, different things to help the body. And, or you might find the kids want to walk might want to wash their hands or have a bath more often because the bath helps to release the energies they've absorbed. I mean, like stuff that might be unusual, like different from like a normal child, right? Or like a regular earth child. Um, there's, there's instances of star kids as young as three kind of consoling their parents about life after death, about telling them like, like when a family member died, oh, don't worry, it's okay, grandma's still here. You know, or it's okay, your, your daddy isn't gone, he's still here. You know, when a three-year-old child is consoling you, how do they even have the consciousness to do that? Well, it's because they're probably a star child. So with star children, you can often get into a bunch of obviously difficult situations, especially if you're kind of disconnected from your own higher self and source. So it might be challenging. So like my family members who have this star child are probably going to be feeling a lot of stuff because I've already noticed with them that they're like, our kid is different. Something's different about her. We don't understand her. She's really special. She's just, we can't figure it out. There's something really different about her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. So the star child may push you to like really extreme emotional situations that you might be forced to look at your shadow, right? So star children start their missions by helping parents immediately raise awareness and direct them to question life beyond what they know. So it's kind of like they're almost forcing their parents to wake up. Like and part of their mission is to like help their parents wake up, to help show them. So they might push boundaries a little bit and start saying things that go against your religious beliefs, but that's because they want you to understand the truth, right? Um, they also have very wise eyes. And this is what I noticed right away about my, my niece is that when you look deep into her eyes, you just know you're seeing, they're seeing beyond the physical you. Like I could just tell that the depth of her gaze was just like so penetrating I knew she was just looking like right through my, my physicalness. Like it was hard to describe, but um, that is something definitely that you'll see. Um, star kids will communicate with invisible beings, right? Especially up until age three or four, they may, you know, talk to angels. They may talk to extra dimensional beings. They may be talking to their own people. They could be possibly talking to your deceased loved ones. I mean, they may have spirit friends or guides, uh, they could be talking to a million people, fairies, you know, um, they'll be communicating and, and be talking to them. Do not brush this off. Do not be like, oh, that's cute. You have an imaginary friend or, oh, that's not real. You're not talking to anything. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. You don't want to, you don't want to instill in this kid's mind that there's something wrong with them or that um, what they're experiencing is not their true experience. Cultivate it nurture it. Just be like, Oh, tell me more. Tell me more about who you're talking to. Tell me more about what they said. You know, explore that with them. That's the best thing you could do, but please do not put it down and be like, Oh, stop talking then. That's not, that's fake. That's not real. You're crazy. Right? Like some parents do. That's like the worst thing you could do. Um, star kids are super sensitive, super sensitive. They're literally little sponges. So if they're around um, like very aggressive kids, they may come back very aggressive um, because they absorb energy. So they're super sensitive to energy. So just be aware of that. If you um, happen to be around a lot of people who are angry, 
Take your child somewhere and let them ground. Hold onto a tree. Let them stand on the ground barefoot. Let them go be on water. Let them go stand by water to help them ground that energy out because they're going to be little sponges until they learn to control their own energy and to protect their own energetic boundaries. So up until they're able to protect their own energetic boundaries, they're going to be absorbing everyone's crap. So make sure you know if they're having a bad day, if they're crying, if they're off, if they're hysterical, if they're really upset, if they're super sad or super angry, let them ground, put them in some bath water, let them ground that energy out because it's not their energy, right? They just picked it up along the way. That's really important to know. Um, Star children also like to express themselves with right-brained activities. So doing arts and crafts, painting, drawing, singing, dancing. It's not so much about doing, but about the ability to express that creation, right? The, that creative drive within them. And then, of course, they're always super connected to nature and to animals, maybe to the stars, the night sky. Take them outside star watching, you know, take them to the zoo. Let them look at different animals. Let them, let them you know, read different books about animals. They're going to love it. Um, they have a ton of energy. They don't usually eat a lot because they don't need to maintain those energy levels with food because they're naturally a higher vibration. They naturally get more energy from the prana or the chi, the cosmic energy that sustains all of life. So every once in a while, you might see them eating everything in the house, but they, that usually might be have to, having to do with some kind of emotional upset because most of the time they're not going to eat that much. So they may be picky. So don't shove food down their throat. And a couple other things, you know, they're very connected to the cosmic energy. So, you know, like I said, if you see them being sad for no reason, um, there might be a tragedy in the world somewhere. You know, there might be something out in the world that's happened that, that, that is really triggered them, right? So if you see a sudden behavior change and they haven't left the house, maybe just kind of check the news and see what's going on or see if it's, you know, what, where the moon's at in the cycle. It might help you understand their emotions better. Right. And this is what this is all about. It's just understanding them better so you can help support them. It's not to change them. It's just to help understand them and support them. And then lastly, I would say is that some star children are going to automatically display healing energy. So you may actually put your head on, like, say you're laying on the ground, your baby and the baby's like maybe eight or nine months old and you lay next to the baby and all of a sudden, maybe you're having a bad day. All of a sudden you're just peaceful and calm. It's because that star child is like already sending you healing energy, even though they don't even have the capacity to understand what's going on at the moment. So, I mean, that absolutely is possible too. So just know that they carry a high frequency, high spiritual energy. Their aura is just like very pure and know that this is where we are going, right? But these beings are coming here as a service to help us. These are very special children, not to be elevated and put on a pedestal, because we're all going there, right? That is the end goal. We are all getting there. But the thing is, actually, it's not even the end goal because there's more beyond that. But the thing is that we are all evolving to the state, but they're here to help us get there faster. So it's not about putting them on a pedestal. It's not about, oh, my child's special. Mm -hmm, look at me. That's just ego, right? That's all ego. No, that's not what it's about. It's about understanding what what's going to best support them by knowing that they're going to be emotionally sensitive, knowing they're energy sensitive, knowing they're sensitive to traumas out in the world and just helping them best deal with that. Make sure you're helping them ground, making sure you're supporting them and just being a loving parent to them. Because once they get a little bit older, they're going to be able to do this for themselves. But in the meanwhile, you're going to have to help them. 
So I just want to make sure I put some of those things out. Erica, did you want to add to any of that? Yeah, what I noticed about my uh, girlfriend kid, um, she acts like a you know regular kid out there, you know, but when she's connected to higher intelligence, you can tell, you know, and they have that moment. It's not like they're gonna be connected to higher intelligence twenty four seven, but when they have to say something, you know for whatever the reason you can tell that's not coming out of five years old kid mouth you know that's like a really um clear indication of it of course they enjoy um experience as being a kid on earth so they do a lot of regular kid activity you know um so it's 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 really um my daughter was saying um up to two years ago, these kids are only born from uh, parents who are having high vibrational frequency. But now she's saying, you know, from this point, um, those kids can be born from regular parents who are not even spiritually awakened. And how it goes because of the uh, uh, soul contract they are having, most of the star um, seed kids, they are they prefer to born from uh, star seed parents or awakened parents. So they're gonna have more um, encouraging, supportive environment. So it's gonna be easier for them to do their mission. But it's not always. So she was saying more and more uh, those kids will be born out of regular parents. So just like Tonya was saying, part of the contract between the star child and the regular parents who are not awakened is made so they can help them to awaken. 100%. And by raising those kids, um, these parents will grow spiritually. And sometimes it's gonna, um, you know, they're gonna have a tower moment in the tarot card. They thought that this is, we we are doubt, we know the best, we're gonna teach them, we're gonna guide them. And then, you know, it's not like that. They're gonna start realizing your kids are much more intelligent than you are. And then when that happens, you know, those parents are gonna get lost. Like, I, I don't know how to handle how to handle children. I can't I can discipline my children the way I do with other kids and they may get lost. And then, you know, so part of the reason we're making this um, uh, content, so when they come across that kind of problem, they can realize, you know, that they're dealing with star child, not a regular child. So try to indoctrinate them or try to teach them or try to, you know, uh, show them you are higher than they are. That kind of approach isn't working at all. Because eventually, by the time they become like 10 years old, for example, you you cannot even win over the debate. Because they'd be super intelligent by then. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> I mean, you're, it, it's only just going to be... And really, I mean, it's not 
I don't think it's for anybody that would do that, like intentionally, like to be like, oh, I'm going to program my kid or I'm going to, but I mean, some people, and, and I've seen it and I know everybody else has seen it. Anybody else who's listening to this has seen it. People who are super dogmatic in their beliefs um, tend to, you know, push that on their kids. So not the, <laughs> probably the people who are asleep still are not going to be listening to this anyway. Um, which is kind of the issue. But for those of you who are around, who are awake, and who may know somebody who has kids who, you know, are star seeds, you can be like the voice of influence, right? Like myself. And like I said, this is uh, my family member's daughter. And I was told I'm supposed to help support her because I'm awake and they're not. So I'm going to do the best I can right? To support her along her journey and to help her know the truth and not to be, you know, swayed by some of the indoctrination because they have very strong, dogmatic, fundamentalist Christian beliefs. And I'm all about Jesus uh, being a fourth density consciousness, (laughs) but Jesus did not, did not talk about hell and Jesus did not talk about damnation and how, you know, he's the only son of God. We are all God. You know, and the problem is, but the the Catholic, the not the Catholics, but um, the Christian Church doesn't see it that way. They see Jesus as only God, and anybody else who says they're God is going to hell because that's blasphemous. Well, that's not the truth. They have distorted the teachings of Christ because the ego got wrapped up in religion and distorted the truth. So Jesus was here trying to help us. You know, with fourth density consciousness, his being was trying to help us. Well, what happened when he was referring to son of God, he's talking about the son of God as all of us are son of God, all of creation, all of humanity is son of God. Meaning we are all children of God. We are all extensions of source energy. So, but when you get into somebody who's very dogmatic, fundamentalist Christian, they're going to look at you and tell you you're going to hell and you're a blasphemer and God forbid your small child say that to them. I can only imagine. They're going to be like, why would my son say this? You know, they're going to be like freaking out about it and just like constantly drilling it in their head. So you may be a support character in that child's life is what I'm trying to say. I'm just using my frame of reference as an example. <laughs> Erica, what are your thoughts on that? Um, even you guys are not like religious, for example, but you are uh, highly into educating children, you know, um, put them into a good school you know, um, put them into really competitive good school so they're going to be really, like, successful in the future. Or, you know, you might have some kind of idea what kind of profession is successful so they're going to have a lot of money, you know. (laughs) So especially those kids are here to deconstruct our present system so that is not really helpful because they are the kind of people who will create a new kind of profession. I understand a lot of people freaking out because of AI and AI will take over our job, yada, yada, yada. I don't see it that way, but a lot of people do. So what these kids will do when they become in their 20s or maybe like late teens, they are going to start creating new kind of profession just like a lot of millennials uh, created their profession through social media right um 
it's it's the easiest example I can tell because millennials are um, much lighter consciousness than um, older generation. Let's put it that way. And then Gen Z are lighter consciousness. But these kids who are like star child, they can technically, literally will create a new system, new job, everything, uh, which will connect to their mission and they know exactly what their missions are so it is very important for the parents not to uh, block their path because they do have their soul contract with god and they understand why they are here and they are here solely to do their mission to serve right um so it is very important to not to use what we think is correct and what we think is, you know, how everything should be. Even school system, like try to choose school system doesn't mold into uh, a particular way. And some of the school um, are very um, flexible, so they encourage um, their creativity and their own thinking and stuff like that. But many schools, they are trying to create a cookie cutter version of the people who will become similar kind of uh, people who are molded into the one or two or different patterns, but basically no individuality, you know, when we look at it in a bigger picture. So these kids are gonna be very unique and they're gonna be a future leader of the society. So uh, your job as a parent is to encourage them and love them. And they do have their kids uh, aspect of personality. It's not like they're gonna be star child 24 seven to talk about something smart 24 seven. They're gonna enjoy their kids moment because they are here to enjoy the experience as well as an earth kid. But like when I'm looking at my girlfriend kid, here and there, they are just connected to super high, high, high intelligence. And you can tell because they switch, you know? And then after that, they're gonna start playing dolls and start singing, you know, dancing, and I go back to their kids' moment. But uh, they are clearly very different from other kids. So when you notice those kids, it's, it's you know, if it's they are your kid, do what we're suggesting. But if they're your friend's kids, yeah, just like Tonya said, we can just show the two cents like my girlfriend is very like uh, open-minded person and she's not from here you know she's from Latin America she's very open-minded person so her kid is extremely like blessed to born into amazing environment but not everybody is that way you know so it's very important to love them and then ask them what they want you know have a deep communication instead of tell them what to do yeah exactly and 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 that's above all else that's that's priority you know it's communicate communicate come really as a parent 
all parents, I know. And if, if you have a star, a star child, that's, that's your own child. All parents really, truly deep down only want what's best for their children. Okay. Really. Um, what's best for them. So keep that in mind, you know, keep it in mind. Just, just keep it in mind, keep an open mind and be like, okay, maybe this kid's different. Maybe there's something different here. Maybe I'm not used to it. Maybe I don't jive with it. I don't understand it, but how can I love my child where they're at? Just how can I love them where they're at? And what can I do to support? Maybe get help, reach out to somebody, ask, you know, Erica and I are available. We're more than happy, more than happy to talk to anyone about, um, what they can do to support a child. So, you know, as we're moving forward, things are changing and it's going to get really insane and kind of intense and things are already shifting and, um, more and more babies are being born. I have two in my family right now that are getting ready to be born coming up here soon this year. So, and I just had one last year, so I'm super excited to see these kids and see, um, I'm like already anticipating the star child in them. So I'm really excited to see, I'm like, Ooh, all these star babies around me. I'm so excited. So, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So on that note, Erica, unless you have anything else to say, I think we're probably going to wrap, yeah, let's wrap it up. Amanda pops in. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Did you have anything to say? Erica, did you want to add anything before we wrap the room for today? No, I don't. Uh, but Amanda, Amanda is raising her hand. Oh, she was saying hi. Hi. <laughs> she was just saying hi. She popped in. Hi, girl. We miss you. I miss you. I was talking. To, I was chatting with her in the DMs the other day. We were just talking about Star Kids. I'll have to. Uh, I have to chat with you after. Did I just shut this down? Am I still on? Yeah, you are still on, so we can. Okay, I can't. I don't see. Where's my? Uh, let me. I don't see the dot. This is so weird. Oh, I do. Okay, you're gonna have to close the room because I. Oh wait, no, there I am. Thank you so much for listening. So this is the end of part one, and next week Tony and I are gonna talk about part two. So those of you who are having questions about your kids' situation and you're wondering you might be having a star child, I'm more than happy to speak with you. You can contact me through my um, free call. Alrighty. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye.